Welcome to the Snapshot Testimony Podcast. I'm Allie Domersant. I'm passionate about communicating the gospel of Jesus Christ through storytelling. In this podcast, I ask my guests to share a pivotal moment that helped shape their faith in Christ. If you enjoy this episode or any of the other ones you've heard on this podcast, would you do me a favor? Just leave a quick review. Let me know what you like about it. Maybe other guests you'd like me to interview. I'd love to hear from you. This week's guest ran away from an abusive home at the age of 15 to live with a family member. She found physical freedom for the first time in her life and was introduced to spiritual freedom she didn't even know existed. Here's a snapshot testimony from Alvi. Take me back to as much as you feel comfortable sharing what was going on in your life, in your home, that you felt like running away at 15 was your only option. Well, my mom, for some reason, I don't know why, she had a lot of anger in her. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of uh, just a mean spirit. And as long as I can remember, we were, she was always beating us, always. Wow. Uh, we, there was eight of us in the family, four boys, four girls. Five had already left home. The boys had joined the military. It was just me, the oldest, and then my sister and my brother. And every day she would, for just anything, she would get very angry and hit us and, and pull our hair and drag us. And I mean, it oh, was horrible. Man. And all the memories that I had of that experience, I got to the point where I said, you know what? I want out of here. I don't want to live like this. This is horrible. Yeah. That day, she had hit me so much that I, my nose was bleeding. And, and we lived on a farm. You know, my, my father worked on a cotton farm in the state of Arizona. So I just ran from her. And she was talking to me in Spanish and saying, don't run, don't run, because it's going to be worse for you. But mm. I kept running and running. And on our property there on the farm, there was a big, humongous gas tank because my dad would take the tractor, the John Deere tractors there and refill them. And I, I ran as fast as I could, and I hid behind that great big gas tank. And she couldn't find me. I was there hidden. And I remember I looked up to the sky. I had never prayed in my life. I didn't, I didn't even know anything about prayer. But I looked up to the sky, and I said, Oh, God, if you're real, help me. Help me. I need, I need help. That's all I said. Wow. And then I don't know how long I was there behind that gas tank, but I, ran, I went back into the house. Mm. I was desperate. And I remember my mother, because we lived out in the country, my mother would go to the grocery store, the general store there in, in the farm area, and she would always ask the owner, can I borrow $20 today? Um, I'll pay you next week. And he would say, yeah, sure. Well, I went to him, and I told him my mother had sent me for $20. And he gave it to me right away. So I, I got the money and I went down the road. It was a big highway and that was the highway that led to LA. And I flagged the Greyhound down when I saw him coming. And he stopped. The Greyhound stopped. And he opened the door and he said, young lady, what can I do for you? And I said, sir, I want a ticket to LA, California. We traveled all night on the Greyhound, got to LA. Yeah. I said, I don't care. I ran away, and I'm never going back. And I went to live with my sister in California. Wow. And, you know, so you went to a, your sister and, and brother-in-law knowing what you knew about him was that he was not a great guy either. 
No. But, but you felt knew. like that would be better. Yes, because I knew my sister loved me. Mm -hmm. I knew that she would receive me. My brother-in-law, I didn't know this, but my brother-in-law had become a Christian. He had been a, 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 a drug addict. He had been in, in jail when he was 12 for armed robbery. He was just a, a horrible person. Mm -hmm. But I began to see him just praying a lot and reading the Bible all the time. And he was, he was just real courteous with my sister. He was real nice with me. He said, you know, you can stay a couple weeks, he said, but, you know, you'll have to go back because I don't want to have to answer to your mother. And I just thought, what is happening to him? And he was showing a kindness that I had never seen in him before. So I asked him, I said, Robert, what happened to you? And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, I see you reading the Bible. I see you praying. Something's happened. He said, oh, yes, Alvi. Jesus came into my life. He changed mm. my life. And I said, what do you mean he changed your life? Well, I received him as my savior and he, he saved me. And I said, Robert, do you think that that could happen to me? And he said, oh, yes. He said, you can come to church. You want to come to church with me on Sunday? And I said, yes, I want to go with you to church on Sunday. So I went to church that Sunday. The pastor preached a sermon. He talked about Jesus. He talked about being a sinner. I, I never had heard the gospel before. I never knew I was a sinner. Hmm. I never even heard that phrase. But, oh, when he preached the word, I tell you, I got so, so just under the influence of the Holy Spirit. I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit, but I, I just said, yes, I want to go to the altar. I want to receive Christ. And I did go to the altar, and I received the Lord. And I wow. tell you what, God just did a miracle in my life. How did so, your life change after that day in church where you met the same Jesus that had changed your brother-in-law? Oh, I tell you, Allie, I just, you know, God is so good. I had never had a mother's love. And I cry not because, because I'm sad. I cry because I'm so happy of what God did for me. Mm -hmm. There in that church, it was a Spanish church. Imagine, I'm Hispanic, but I didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> I understood everything. <laughs> Because my parents were bilingual, but they taught, they spoke a lot of Spanish in the house. So mm -hmm. I understood everything, but I did not know how to speak it. I went to that church and I got so involved. By that, I mean, I went to every service, every Tuesday, every Thursday, every Sunday morning, Sunday night. And I began to hear the most beautiful messages and the women. God gave me so many mothers, Allie, in that oh, church. Wow. So many wonderful sisters and brothers that showed me so much love. And they, they just embraced me and received me. And I began to grow in the Lord. I began to read the Bible. I began to pray. I would go to the street meetings and give my testimony. I would go to the every prayer meeting and every service. And it was amazing, amazing what God was doing in my life. Mm. He was changing me from the inside out. Because, you know, when you're not a Christian and I, you know, I was 15 and, and I wanted to wear certain types of clothes. But sure. as I heard the message. And as I read the word, I began to feel like, you know, I want to be modest. I want to, I want to please my Lord. And I just started to grow and grow and grow. How long did you stay out in LA? Did that oh, become your permanent home or did you ever find your way oh, back? Permanent? No, 
no, I stayed there forever until I went to Bible college, met my husband and got married. <laughs> yes. Wow. But I did do this. Let me tell you, I, I got on the Greyhound. I went back and, and I went, my father picked me up at the, at the bus station, at the Greyhound bus station. And I couldn't talk, Allie. Hmm. I just cried all the way home. And when I saw my mother, I just hugged her. And I said, Mama, I love you, Mama. Wow. And I stayed for a week. And I told them, you know, I can't stay because I'm new now. I have Jesus in my life. And I need to grow. I need to really know this new life that I have. I need to grow in it. And Allie, they said that was okay, yeah. that I could go back. And I went back. And. And God just, oh, God opened so many doors for me. Wow. I became the youth president in my church. It was a big Spanish church. But you see, God was planning. You know the, the, you know the verse 2911, Jeremiah 2911? Yes. Yep. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Yeah. Plans to prosper you and not to, not harm, to you, harm you, to give you hope, hope and a and future. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'll wow. tell you what, he gave me a hope and a future mm. because he, I became the youth president. I just grew. I did some missionary work with our pastor and another girl from church in Mexico. I learned the language. I learned how to write it and read it and speak it. God was preparing me for after I married my husband, we became pastors of Spanish churches for wow. 48 years. Oh, Wow. 48 years we pastored Hispanic churches. So does God know what he's doing? God knows what he's doing. I didn't know. I was just obedient to God's call, and I just followed his lead. Yeah. After that time when you went back home, did you feel like that closure with your mom? Oh, yes. Sometimes you don't get that apology necessarily. But did you feel closure with her? Oh, yes. I never got an apology. My mama never told me, honey, I'm sorry. Never. But it was okay. Because you see, I knew what I had to do. I didn't, I, I really, really hated my mom because mm. I had to run away from home. Yeah. And, but God just gave me, all of a sudden, he just gave me this forgiveness for her. I forgave her. And I began to feel a love for my mother that I had never had before. And I loved her till she died. She was 82 when she passed away. She never told me she loved me and she never told me to forgive her. But I did because I knew, I knew that's what Jesus wanted me to do. How old are you now? 80. I just turned 82 July the 6th. Oh, wow. Yes, I'm 82. So vibrant and full of life. Amen. That's yes. the Lord, right? It is the Lord. That's what he does. That's what he does. People at church, we belong to a wonderful church here in Georgia. And I tell you what, uh, the people say, what? 82? I thought you were 60. And I go, well, that's what Jesus does. That's what Jesus does. <laughs> that's that's the fountain of youth, right? Amen. Amen. He's yes. our living water. <laughs> Amen. He is. He is. Snapshot Testimony is a Moody Radio podcast. If you'd like to connect, you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, and now YouTube. Just search Snapshot Testimony. I'm your host, Ali Domerson, and together we're sharing the moments that shape a life of faith in Christ. 
Thanks for listening.